0: Of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. My brothers and sisters, I want you to be able to walk on water. Amen. To be able to fly through all of life's sorrows and struggles. The passage in the gospel today reminded me of the great paraclesis, which we've been chanting. And the great paraclesis, there are these two hymns in particular says, overlook not your servant who is drowning in the billowing waves of everyday existence. O noble virgin, lend a helping hand to me in your great compassion, for I am exhausted by life's unending evils. And then also the very first hymn of the the canon of the paraclysis. Relentless onslaughts of distressing troubles now disquiet my humble soul and the gloomy clouds of tribulation shroud my heart. The many beautiful words in the paraclysis service. And we printed some new uh, booklets of it, but we're actually going to print a more permanent version. So on your way out, if you want to take a paraclysis booklet home for yourself, either the great or the small paraclysis, you can. So how do we do this? How do we walk on water? How can it be that nothing can touch us or strike fear in us or cause us worry or anxiety or incite us? I want you to have a prayer on your lips that will help you with all of that. And the prayer is, may it be blessed. Yeah, you thought I would say the Jesus prayer. <laughs> huh? So, this is a prayer I'm I'm teaching to you. It's a a prayer of the church. I'm sure you've heard it before. May it be blessed. And you hear it in the response of someone saying something, and someone says, May it be blessed. Or maybe I've said it to you before. May it be blessed. But this is actually a very profound prayer. Uh, Right before I went on the trip to the Holy Land, I acquired this book, which is called May It Be Blessed. And I spent all of the Holy Land reading this book and then passing it around among my family. So I'll read a couple of passages from this so that we can understand why this prayer is truly a prayer that will make us walk on water. This is Archimandrite Simeon Krajopoulos. He says, let's say you have some difficulties and some obstacles. You have some pressures from within yourself. Generally from the bad that exists around you and within you, you have the assaults from the devil. Inexplicable things are happening to you. You're in low spirits. you're melancholic, you have various other pressures, such as that things don't go the way you're expecting. They don't happen the way you want them to, or they're slow in happening. Can we relate to this? The soul is then embittered. A person becomes resentful, is pressured. That which today they call suppressed, and we've now found the words to express this. At such moments, then, you should say in the presence of God, may it be blessed, my God, may it be blessed. This has in it obedience toward God, love, trust, and hope in God. It has patience, humility, sacrifice, prayer. Because it's impossible in the moment you're under pressure to say, may it be blessed, and not be praying. The soul that continues to say this is saying the best prayer. It's not just doing miscellaneous things. And certainly the more willing, the more joyful one says it, the more you say it with love and not out of need, the more the soul opens up. We see this in the examples of all of the saints, especially of the martyrs. Going to their martyrdom. You could imagine those words in their heads. May it be blessed. Because that's the only way that they could go into their martyrdom with a peace in their soul. With calmness. It's the only way. Because in our own worldly way, what happens instead? We're in turmoil. We're in terror. We're saying, why is this happening? This is unjust. But the saints, the martyrs, Like the martyrs that we have the relics of, those martyrs of St. Savas Monastery, they went to their martyrdom with a peace in their soul, walking on water, as it were, in the midst of trials and tortures and even death. I read last night when we brought the relics out a passage from the epistle of St. Paul to the Romans, which happened to be the epistle reading of the day yesterday. And in it, he says, If we live, we live to the Lord. If we die, we die to the Lord. So then whether we live or whether we die, we are the Lord's. That's that sense, that no matter what happens, the good happens, the bad happens, anything happens in our life, may it be blessed. And we see this in the life of St. Nectarios. How many of you saw that recent film, Man of God? So you can see firsthand the trials and tribulations he endured, the injustice, the false accusations, the slander, and all of that with peace, accepting it. And we see this in, in Panagia. May it be done to me according to your word. Here she is, a young woman, not even wed, and accepting what the archangel Gabriel says. Don't think that that's a small thing. It's a very great thing indeed that she did. But it's not just in the saints, it's also in our Lord himself. He was in the Garden of Gethsemane, and he was the one that said, if it can be that this cup could pass. But then what does he say? Not my will, but your will be done. This is the way of saying that prayer. I'll read a little bit more. In the hour of crisis, then, you are being challenged to drink a bitter cup, And if we just take a cup, bitter as it may be, someone will drink it. But the whole sense that is hidden in this bitter cup of daily life is something deeper. Something at difficult moments, which is a bitter, most bitter cup in the sense we've been giving, and you're challenged to say, may it be blessed. And you drink it. At that moment, you're being crucified, martyred. You spill your blood. You're put to death. What is very difficult for every person is to deny his own will, to not be stubborn, to say to God, may it be blessed, my God, as you will. In the moment everything shows that you will be wronged, that you will lose something, in the moment you're literally being flayed alive, obedience, the best humility, the best repentance, the best devotion to God, the best gift to God, is may it be blessed. Why is this? Now imagine in your life, you stay up way too late one night, and as you're going to bed, your child wakes up, and you have to spend another half hour consoling your child. May it be blessed. You wake up in the morning and realize the power's out and your alarm hasn't gone off. May it be blessed. You get to work, and your boss, your co-worker, is just reaming you, accusing you falsely, May it be blessed. You go to lunch with someone and right as you're getting to the railroad tracks the arm goes down and the train takes 15 minutes to slowly drive by. May it be blessed. On and on and on through all of these things in our life. May it be blessed. May it be blessed. Why? There are two profound things in this statement. One is it is submitting my will to God's providence. Saying whatever is happening is within God's providence. And then the second thing as well is that as we say this prayer, we're recognizing that God will work good in whatever situation occurs. Not that we're going to see the good or expect some good outcome from this, Oh, everything will turn out great. No, not at all. But that we understand that God's providence is bigger than all of the evils in the world. That God will be working despite all of the evils in the world. And that even through evil circumstances, he will still keep working. This is the profound statement of faith when we say, may it be blessed. Because of course we're not saying may it be blessed about good things. Oh, you got a raise, may it be blessed. No, not at all. This is a very strong, powerful prayer. It's very hard to let those words off of our lips in the midst of that. But I tell you, the more that these words come off of our lips or they are inside of us, we don't even have to say it to the person in front of us. Just say it inside of us. The more that we say, may it be blessed, may it be blessed, these arrows that are coming at us, suddenly they become deflected. Or to use the other analogy, the storm that we're in the midst of becomes solid ground that we can walk on. It's profound what can happen when we say this prayer. So I'll read some more for you. He says, I have the humble opinion that anyone who learns in his life to say, may it be blessed at any and all moments, at very critical times and the hour of great difficulty This person, then, when he is trapped by himself, by the bad that is inside him, by the bad that is around him, by the bad that is the devil, will in the end be redeemed. He will be redeemed completely. He will be free and experience that thing which we call inner redemption, inner freedom. He will experience that which we call spiritual joy, interior joy. He will experience and will be living in the state of grace, of redemption, the state of being visited by God, a state of inner peace we might say as well, that all things cannot disturb the peace. Because we know that, at least we should know in our theological understanding, any turmoil that we have in our life is actually a condition of our soul. There may be turmoils all around us, everywhere. All kinds of things going on, people running and screaming and yelling, whatever it may be. But those external turmoils do not need to affect our internal state. But we're weak, and so we let them affect, or we have no control over it. And so these things come into us. We have to recognize there is a way of peace. That way of peace is the way of seeing that everything that happens, God will bless. Even the evil things, God will work blessings through that. Everything, may it be blessed. So I'll close with these final words from Archimandrite Simeon. Let us then be aware of this too as we start our day, and with everything that is going to happen to us, as we later will be going out into society, to our workplaces, and interact with other people, Thus you will see that all these things, all these occurrences, all the conditions, whatever situations that we look at as lions lunging at us to devour us, all these we take and consider like this, and go ahead and say that they upset our lives later on, all these things will, we will, will offer us a tremendous service, because they will help us die. By saying, may it be blessed, and thus submitting to God, the old man will be put to death. The will will be put to death. Quote, I seek not my own will, but the will of the Father who sent me. And we will be resurrected. We will become Christian.